Welcome to God at Work, stories of grace and faith. I'm your host, Chuck Groover, and right now I'm sitting down with Stephen Cardenas to just get his story of how God has been working in his life. So Stephen, could you tell us how, just a little bit about yourself and how you came to faith in Christ? Yeah, sure. It's a long story. You want me to uh, go into it? Uh, maybe a Cliff Notes version type. Yeah, okay. So I was saved at the age of seven through VBS uh, at my local church. Grew up in church. Uh, aspired to be a chaplain in the Army uh, throughout high school and um, ended up going through some stuff. And my parents were divorced and ended up getting a divorce. And um, I changed my path. I still joined the Army, but I went my own way. And I rebelled a little bit, and uh, a few a few years later, my brother was diagnosed with cancer, and it kind of was a was a wake up call for me, and uh, brought me back where I needed to be, and that was definitely God uh, sending me a message, um, getting me getting me here. So now I'm currently a student at Trinity College of Florida. Uh, I'm coming into my senior year. I'm majoring in pastoral ministry, and uh, I'm just letting the Lord lead me wherever wherever He goes, wherever He guides me, I'm going. Maybe, um, could you go a little bit deeper into like the whole thing about with the Army and then with your brother? Because I know that's a, a strong testimony of God at work for you. Yeah, so um, when I was in the Army, I was, uh, you know, living the Army life, I guess you'd say. <laughs> uh, you know, I was an enlisted guy. I was hanging out with a bunch of enlisted guys, and we did things that most Christians wouldn't do, uh, you know, uh, out partying all the time and, and just not, not living a godly lifestyle in any way, uh, shape, or form. So when I was getting ready to get out, I, I went on one last mission. Uh, it was a, a exercise here in the U.S. It was called uh, NTC. The Na- it was over at the National Training Center, and we flew in Blackhawks from Atlanta, Georgia, all the way to uh, California. And then we flew back. And when we got back and, and uh, we had finished up and I was getting ready to go home, um, I had gotten a phone call from my, from my father, and he said my brother was in the hospital. And he said he didn't think it was anything serious. So, uh, you know, I, I resumed my daily life, and I ended up going to work. And a few days later, I got a phone call while I was at work from my brother. And he had... Uh, he had told me over the phone that, that he didn't know what my father had been telling me or what anybody else had been telling me, but that he had stage four brain cancer and he was dying. So, uh, you know, I took the news hard, like, like any older brother would. And uh, my boss told me to head home and I, uh, I left and on my way home there was a church. I pulled into this church and, and I walked in and, and the pastor there took me into his office and uh, tried talking with me, but I was, I was unresponsive. I just, I couldn't even speak at the, at that point in time. And, uh, finally, finally he was able to get out of me what, what, what I was there for. And I told him, I said, you know, my brother's dying. And he had asked me if there was anything else that was bothering me. And I, I finally told him that my brother's not saved. He's not a Christian. So he looked at me and he said, well, uh, how close are you to your brother? And I said, well, we, we live together. We have an apartment together. And he asked me, do I, uh, do I ever witness to him? Do, do I ever uh, you know, share the gospel with him? And I said, of course I do. 
um, but he doesn't want to hear it. And he had asked me, he looked me right in the eyes and asked me, he's like, well, what kind of lifestyle do you live? And I, I told him, I'm like, well, I mean, not, not a perfect one. I, I drink, I, I party, I, I do all sorts of stuff. He's like, so you live of the world? And I was like, yeah, I guess you could say that. He's like, so you're a hypocrite. And I was like, I guess. He's like, your brother knows, he told me, your brother knows you better than anybody else in this world. And there's, he's seen no change in you. So if he's not seen a change and you don't have a good testimony to show him of, of who God really is and what Jesus can do for you, then you're wasting your time. You're just a hypocrite and you're not going to be able to, to witness to your brother and share the gospel with your brother because, because of your lifestyle. It's like, so you need to make a change. And uh, he looked at me and, and he, he could tell that I was, I was in the military and he said, you know, let's say that, that you're leading men into battle and let's say that you find yourself in a position where you're surrounded on all sides and the enemy's closing in and they're coming in fast and you're out of ammo and these guys don't take prisoners they're not going to you know let you surrender so what do you do and i just looked at him and i said i don't i don't know what i'm going to do and he said well that's where you're wrong so you need to get on your knees and you need to start praying to god Regardless of, how, of, of what the outcome is going to look like, regardless of what happens to you, you need to seek guidance and help from your Father in heaven. And I said, you're right. You are absolutely right. So I went home and I was praying on it a little bit. And I decided that, that uh, you know, God, God is definitely uh, convicting me here from, from my choices. And I need to uh, make a change, make a life change. And I, I prayed a little bit and then... I ended up talking with my brother, who we're, you know, we're still good friends, and I said, Dominic, I think, uh, I think I'm going to go to school, and I think I'm going to try being a pastor and see what that looks like and see if that's where God's leading me. And he looked at me, and he said, you know, Stephen, I think you'd make a great pastor. And he's like, yeah. he, he looked me right in the eyes, and he said, uh, you know, I wish that I could believe that there is a God, but I just can't right now. And I stood there and I looked at him dumbfounded and I didn't know what to say. Uh, I didn't know what to do or how to, how to react to that statement. And we ended up going our separate ways. And when he left, I, I broke down and I was crying. And I, I prayed and prayed and prayed. And I said, God, I don't know what you're doing in my life, but I don't ever want to be silent like that again. I don't ever want to not have a response or a, or a word of wisdom or a word of comfort to give someone who's in, who's in uh, that much need. So the answer is yes. I don't care where you lead me or where you take me. The answer is yes, 100%. I will go. And I've been here. You know, I hit the ground running. I've been here ever since. <laughs> and just because I know also just how you ended up at Trinity and all that, that was kind of a God thing too, wasn't it? Yeah, I, uh, I didn't expect to start so soon. I was expecting to wait a few semesters. Um, I put in... You know, semester, the semester was starting in, in like a month and a half, uh, and I put in an application, and I actually had decided that I was going to try applying for the following semester, and they told me to go ahead and put one in for the, for the upcoming semester, and uh, I spoke with the uh, campus pastor, uh, Dr. Joe Lotta, and he just looked at me, and he was like, no, we're, we're going to get you in right away. Whatever you need, you give me a call. 
And uh, within within a week and a half, I got a phone call and said, you know, you're, you're approved, you're in, you're accepted. Um, and, you know, between the VA and, and financial aid and the school and everything, all, everything was covered 100%. I left my full-time job and I came up here. Right. And just, do you have like any brief stories maybe of how God is currently working through you? Yeah, so um, there's quite a few actually. Um, last semester, I, I was uh, in, a, in a position where I knew that I was going to need to start working soon because uh, my VA uh, benefits were about to cease. So uh, there was a job opportunity that just kind of fell into my lap, and it was uh, working as a, as a part-time chaplain in the Port of Tampa. And I sent in my uh, resume, and within, within a week I was hired. Um, and doing that, there's been some, some amazing things that have happened. I've got to uh, be part of uh, planting a really good seed in a Chinese captain. Um, we think that he's very close to accepting God into yeah. his life and, and Jesus as his Savior. He came in one night and uh, started asking a few questions. We had a Chinese Bible laying on the table. Um, and he was just going, going through it and asking questions. We started sharing the gospel with him. And, and he said, uh, we asked him if, if he believed in any kind of religion. And he said that his family was, was Buddhist, but he didn't really believe in Buddhism. He believed, he said, he said his exact words were, I quote, I think I believe that there is a God. And from there, we just started, you know, pressing and sharing and, and uh, trying to feed them as much information as we could because usually these guys are only in port for a few days and then they're gone. Yeah. And a lot of times we'll never see them again. <laughs> so we were able, he had social media. Uh, luckily, he has a Facebook account. And we were able to, to get on Facebook and add them. And uh, he also, a lot, of pe a lot of these guys, we use an app called WhatsApp. So we got his information, and, and uh, he left. And within 40, before 48 hours was even up, he was sending us questions about stuff that he had been reading. He'd already started reading the Bible. We gave him the Chinese Bible, and we gave him a bunch of other reading material. And, and this guy has been just questioning us ever since, asking you know deeper theological questions. Uh, you know, is Jesus is Jesus really God's son? Is that is that is that what it's saying here? And stuff like that. We're like, absolutely, he is. Um, so it's it's awesome to see. Uh, our effect, or more, I, I should give the credit to God where it's due, you know, God's yeah. effect uh, using us in, in, a, in a place like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'd say I, because I know f from some past experience, I one time volunteered at like a pretty much a similar thing in Wilmington that it's kind of a way of doing international missions without actually leaving the country. Right, and that's the great thing about being in the port of Tampa is we have the entire world coming to us. We have people from China, Ukraine, Russia, Bulgaria, uh, the Philippines, uh, all sorts of islands. Um, I mean, you name it. We've, we've got people from Turkey, people from... Uh, um, Kuwait, I mean... I, I've pretty much seen just about every culture there in the port. Yeah. So it's great. It's a, it's definitely a missions field out there, and it's right here, local in our country. You know, we have the ability to reach out to just about every nation, right there at the port. Well, th thank you for your time, Stephen. And again, this is 
Chuck Groover with Stephen Cardenas, and that's God at Work. Thank you, Chuck. God at Work, Stories of Grace and Faith, is brought to you by Becoming God's Man Ministries. It is produced by me, Chuck Groover. Theme music for God at Work is provided by the band 39 Stripes.